0: Welcome to The Vault. Let's start cracking your code. Welcome to The Vault. I'm so excited today because I, in the beginning of Martin's career, we've worked together and he has made such an amazing transformation in in himself and in other people's lives. Because Martin is a certified transformative coach that works with everybody from children to adults to teams. He wants to help change perspectives so you can see the world in a whole new way. He loves working with people that want to create something new. And he hosts two podcasts titled Entrepreneur Playground and the Spitballs of Wisdom. What an amazing achievement. Martin, welcome to the vault.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me, Sonia. I really appreciate it. It was uh, great to work with you back when I was uh, just getting started. And so it's been really amazing to to see the progress that you've helped me achieve. So I Feel very honored to be here on your show. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, and I was very honored to be on you one of your first shows of the podcast, Pitballs of Wisdom too, because it's an amazing. you're an amazing host, by the way. So everybody should <laughs> check it out. Very interesting show. So, but uh, Martin, um, today we're going to cover something so important. The current educational system and the educational system known to us is not always providing everything the kids need to actually develop their best selves and to take it really next level as their authentic selves. In, in life and just make the impact they're meant to create. So I'm super excited about this subject because the future lies in the next generation. So, but could you first tell our audience a little bit more about your story? What did you do? Where did you come from and what led you up to create this decision to step into coaching kids and teams and adults?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it it really started out because I had this this interest in being a basketball coach. And that really began from when I was a kid growing up playing. There was always this fear happening in my head, worrying about, you know, making mistakes and what if what if I bounce the ball off my foot or what if I shoot and I miss? These were things that I was constantly thinking about and it affected not only my ability to play the sport, but it also affected my ability to enjoy the sport as well. So as I grew up, I knew that I wanted to become a basketball coach to, to help kids to make sure that they never felt afraid to play or to make mistakes and to really enjoy the whole game and everything that it's about, because that's really what sports are about, is, is enjoying and, and having fun and being there. And for me, it felt like I was on the court, but my head was in a completely different place. So uh, so right out of my university, I started volunteering at a basketball uh, for a varsity team, which is uh, like 11th and 12th graders. Uh, they were going to be seniors in in high school. And uh, and it was one of the most rewarding things that I did. Uh, but I I knew grow like after that, while I was working in the the finance world, that there were so many things going on that were the same reasons I became a basketball coach were happening in the real world with my friends, with coworkers, and even with myself, I was scared to make mistakes again. I was always you know, worried about speaking up or sharing my ideas or even being creative. And so I tried to find a way, how can I expand this reach of something that I think is so amazing beyond the basketball court, beyond just the 12 kids that were on our team. And so while I was traveling, I found a coach and uh, and did went through his coaching school and it throughout the whole time in that coaching school, I just kept thinking, you know, why didn't anybody teach me this when I was younger? Like, where, where was this? And, and why did I have to seek this on my own? Why wasn't this in the, in the classroom for me? Or why didn't anybody talk about this? When I was this, you know, 12, 13, 14 year old kid, scared to make a mistake in basketball, where was somebody to to talk to me about, you know, emotional intelligence or, or working with emotions or or resilience or just listening to me i think if somebody came into the school and shared these ideas with me i think i would have been a much different person i think i would have enjoyed high school and college a little bit more and enjoyed the sports that i was playing so that's really where this idea came from was how can i help people recognize what a wonderful life they have and and what if i could help change their perspective and talk about some of these things that are really important that seem to be missed in our, in our school's curriculum these days. Like there's, there's no one, I mean, now it's starting to become more relevant that people are talking about social and emotional skills, but, uh, but I really just wanted to, to build something because I knew how impactful it would have been for myself if I learned these things when I was younger. And that's really what Spitballs of Wisdom, that show was about, was asking different coaches that are parents and teachers what do you wish you knew when you were younger or what what could we bring into schools and it's been really fun to to explore that because i think it's really something that could benefit a lot of kids moving forward if if there were more people talking about this thing
0: yes yes absolutely and what do you feel that you have been missing can you give a couple of examples and maybe also some examples from what you have heard from the parents or the children you have been coaching
1: yeah, I mean, there was a lot out of the, the children that I've been coaching. There's just been, you know, different things that have come up with, you know, dealing with anger. You know, how, how am I supposed mm-hmm. to deal with anger when I'm feeling frustrated all the time? And there was another girl that I was coaching where, you know, she didn't feel comfortable in social situations, which is something that's never really spoken about in schools. You know, how, how do I, you know, go up to yeah. a group of kids and, and become friends with them or, or have a normal conversation? And, you know, even other things that I learned along the way through, you know, public speaking and and different classes and courses that I took were all things that I had to pay for by myself that I had to go seek. And because I was outgoing and trying to develop myself, it it was something that I was going to find because that was what I was looking for. But for some of those kids who maybe don't know that that's what they need or that that's what will benefit them or that's what might. My- make them become their best version of themselves they're not looking for that. And they're especially not looking for it at such a young age.
0: Yeah. And don't you think that, uh, that ends up in people getting stuck into a job. They're really dissatisfied in don't you think it's a big role because these limitations and everything they didn't learn in school, for example, uh, for example, emotional intelligence and public speaking and how to handle social situations or how to, Contact with other people uh, is leading up to uh, ending up in a job they don't love, for example.
1: Exactly, and and you know even you know how do I deal with my coworkers that are, are not treating me fairly or my boss who mm. you know isn't working with me or cooperating or you know I have great ideas but I'm scared to share them at the at the meeting because my I don't know if my voice is, is worth being heard. Like those are types of things that I, I wish that more teachers would encourage to talk about in the classroom. You know, I know a lot of classes are becoming more discussion based now, and I, I think that that's so valuable um, just to just to be free to to share your voice. And I think it would be valuable for the for the bosses to understand that, too, that, you know, every person that works for you has their own ideas, and their unique creativity that They could bring some really valuable things if they feel comfortable enough to share them with you. So if
0: you could say it all, Martin, if you could say it all, what what would the three things be that you would introduce in the current school system right now at this moment for children to have a better and more broad educational system?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first one would have to do with with rec sharing that each person has their own creative ability and i think growing up you get attached to this idea that being creative means you know being able to draw or being able to paint or something along lines. but that's not that's not necessarily true you know you could be creative through a podcast you could be creative through through sports or through you know writing or whatever it is you don't have to necessarily be an artist to be creative and I think recognizing and sharing that with kids that even if you're not an artist, there's still ways to be creative. So something we talked about in my classroom was what what does it mean? And 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 uh, a lot of kids came up with this idea. They said, you know, even answering this question required me to be creative. And I was like, no. I, I love that idea. <laughs> and if you're great. recognizing, <laughs> yes, like if you're recognizing that right now that's a beautiful thing. Like, that's what I want you to know is that you could be creative no matter where you are and what you're doing. So that's a, that would be definitely number one. Um, I think number two is just, um, would be like learning to cooperate with people, like learning to collaborate and work with other people in a team. I know that there are like some team building exercises that some companies try to do and some classrooms try to do, but, Um, I think that really building that collaboration early on in kids would be so valuable to, to encourage them that, you know, it's another thing to show, you know, each person in your group has their own ideas and has their own way of experiencing things. And I think that that could be really something beneficial. And, uh, and the last thing I would say would be leadership is showing, Um. showing kids how to be leaders, you know, show, introducing them into, you know, a position where they need to, to be a leader. And so, this would really be the idea of like how that class would go would be, you know, you have to be creative, you have to work together, and then you need someone to be a leader. And that's kind of what I would really like to introduce. And, you know, as you can see in our world today, we, we really need great leaders, no matter what area of their life they go in. You know, we need leaders in, you know, in politics, we need leaders in music, in creativity, in sports, in, in every aspect of the world, you need to have a good leader but there isn't any leadership classes or courses, not at least where I went to school. I don't know if they have it where you went, but it was not leadership. (laughs) one hundred and one was not a course when
0: you're a child anyway. So, and and (laughs) even if it's a leadership course, then it's completely different from everything you learn in self-development and coaching and really going forward and really changing perspective, changing your habits, changing uh, the way you see things and how you go about everything. So Um, But the reality is a lot of kids are, of course, in this uh, rather narrow educational system, which is good. I would never like disrespect the educational system. It just I, I just see so much possibilities to expand because people and children are so well aware and capable of expanding and there is not a lot of attention on it. So. Um, can you tell me a real story? What, what is one story of a child you coach and you were like, oh my gosh, is this really so like a story you heard from a child and that you couldn't even imagine it had to do anything with the current, um, um, educational system.
1: Yeah, this was actually, uh, I'm glad that you asked that. And, and this is a really cool example of it. Um. I, um, well, first of all, I, I agree with what you said with, you know, I don't want to go in and, you know, come like change the whole school's curriculum. I think that the curriculum is, is very good the way that it is. I just think, you know, if we could introduce a leadership course or something along those lines, some sort of team building, some sort of cre- creative approach um, to solving problems, I think that would be, you know, introducing that you know, an hour a week or something along those lines could be so beneficial to to everyone without destroying the curriculum that we have in place right now. So yes. I just wanted to say that first. <laughs> so it's not like I'm just going in and changing. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love to talk about was also what it means to bring fun and play into into business and into life. And I think that that's something that isn't really taught either. Like a lot of people talk about is business serious or, you know, business has to be serious. Business isn't a game. And so what I've been trying to explore is, you know, how can we look at that differently? And so I asked some of the students in my classroom, I said, is it possible to play or to have fun and be serious at the same time? And so they were starting to share and give different examples. And someone raised his hand and he said, You know, well, we're in the middle of COVID right now, which is very serious, but I have had fun during it. I've had different moments of having fun. So I think you can. And I just thought that was such an awesome example of ways that it is important to be serious and there are serious things that happen in life, but is there a way to bring some lightness and some fun? And of course, you know, COVID has been a crazy event that has shocked the whole entire world but i hope that at least every single person can think of some sort of moment in this whole thing where they did enjoy it or they did enjoy you know some aspect of it had a good day or something along those lines and i think that searching for those moments more just brings a brings you to a better place in your life so that that would be one one example that came to mind immediately where this kid uh really (laughs) answered that question very well.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, COVID actually is, was a major chance for people to change perspectives and to change perspectives on anything in life or business. Right. And then we might uh, worry about the kids, right? How are they going about it? My, my kid, my daughter is seven and my son is four. So, Yeah, I was worried how do they live this period, right? And then I see them running around with masks. We're going on holidays tomorrow. So (laughs) they're running around with masks and they're having fun with it all. They're still having fun with it while other people get really, really serious about it. And it's so interesting to see how children approach the world and how children approach the pandemic. And in one way, we can learn so much from them. And we should be able to learn them more of what is possible besides the school system. So if you would give one advice to parents, no matter if they're in business or they're entrepreneurs, what Mm -hmm. is one or two things they can do to really help their children expand more and take that leadership besides them going to school?
1: That's a great great question and and I appreciate what you're sharing too because I think that we can learn so much from kids. I think a lot of us were worried about, you know, what's going to happen to these children that were in this, you know, lockdown and not getting the interaction. But as you just said, you know, kids are always going to find a way to have fun. And I think that that's the most important thing. I think that that's natural. I think that's our like our nature because yeah. you don't have to be taught how to have fun. Like that just comes like you know you know, Oh, I don't know how to play. This well, game, it depends but, like, how you, show you,
0: it depends how you go through life. Some people do really le- need to learn again to have fun or unlearn to be always serious or always thinking in a negative way or something they need to unlearn. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I think that that's a really cool place to, to look at, you know, what have you learned along the way? Because as a kid, you just will jump into anything. You'll go jump into a puddle. You, you don't care how you look. You don't care if it's raining, if you fall in the grass, if you get dirty, like none of that matters. But once we get older, we start to learn these things. Oh, like my pants need to be perfect or I, I can't mess up my hair or you know I want to look like this guy or I want to look like that girl on Instagram. And so I think that we learn some of these ideas along the way. And I, I think trying to go back to the way that we were when we were kids, I think that that childlike expression is such a beautiful thing and and that's where a lot of creativity comes from because when you're playing when you're in that mood you're not really worried about what's going to happen or what you're going to look like afterwards and i i just think that that's such a fun place to be we had this great discussion and a great metaphor is like as a kid you go to the playground and like your parents kind of know they need to dress you like, you're going to get dirty. Like, you know, you're not going to wear like a white t-shirt to like the park or the playground. Like you're going to fall in the grass. <laughs> you're going to get muddy. You're going to get dirty. And like, that's just like, you know what you're expected. But as adults, we kind of like, you know, we show up in like a suit and we're like, okay, like nothing can go wrong today. Like I need everything to go perfectly right. I don't want anything to go wrong. I, I can't be too risky. I can't like, I have to be careful. I have to be serious. And, and it's just a different approach to life. And Obviously, you don't want to get your suit dirty, but you know, what if that was okay? What if, what if that was a different way of looking at it? Was if, if I did roll around in the mud in my suit, like, am I still going to be okay when I go home tonight? Like, I, I think okay.
0: <laughs> that would be so much fun to watch, right? <laughs> because if you Bunch do that business. as an adult, you, you people would say you're crazy, right? But Uh, that's what I love because you have another podcast in the entrepreneur's playground where you actually uh, talk about these subjects when it comes to adults. But when it comes to parents and their children, is there something the children are saying right now or something that the parents should be aware of uh, that they could address, right. To help their children expand outside of school.
1: Yeah. I think really a, a great thing is, is listening. I think that that's such an underrated skill that I learned through coaching. Really. I didn't know what listening really was like, you know, I, you know, so many of us now are, you know, you're texting while your kids are talking to you or your, your mind is somewhere else and you're not with your kid and you don't, you, you don't hear what's going on. I think there's yeah. a big difference when you, when you, you can read between the lines, you know, I know people can't aren't going to be able to see me right now, but there's a big difference from saying, you know, Oh, how are you? I say, oh, I'm great. <laughs> Versus, you know, how are you? And like, Oh, I'm great. But if, if you're not paying attention, you could completely miss that. So I think listening as a parent to your kids and, and really hearing what's going on with them, I think that is such a, an important skill and and being present with them and not being on your phone or not being distracted by your meeting or what's happening next or what you're going to have for dinner. I think that those are just, that's like something that is very available to everyone listening right now um because i'm I'm sure i mean i listen to podcasts too while i'm running or while i'm riding my bike or driving or whatever and you know if you're doing two tasks at once you can't listen as good as you you can if you're just focusing on that so
0: um, that's so true martin and that is that is so important i mean we all know it logically But you hit just hit a nail. I think a lot of people will resonate with it. And I recognize myself sometimes in it. Because my kids have a lot of energy. (laughs) They really do. And sometimes I'm like completely into an interview or something with my clients, my kids are at home. And then it's like, I cannot listen to two places, right? And then you feel like, I should be here, I should be more present, more aware. And taking time maybe and scheduling time to really sit down, put everything aside and just really listen and see what's between the lines is amazing advice, really amazing advice. So um, what is the, uh, because you're working on something right at the moment to take some uh, uh, extra curriculum into schools, So can you, can you tell us a little bit about it? Because I know it's a work in process. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's something that uh, you're actually working on. Can you tell us a little bit uh, about what you would love to see in schools and uh, helping people, helping the children with?
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. And and I appreciate you asking. Uh, so, yeah, so it is a, a work in progress. I, I've spoken to a, a lot of coaches and a lot of teachers, and I'm I'm really trying to figure out how to build this and how to bring it into a school And I I think really the idea, like I said, it is around a discussion-based class where kids will have the opportunity to share their voice. And really the main piece of it is is a non-judgment zone, like a judgment-free classroom, which is not very easy to build in, in this world today. But I think if you could start that from the beginning where kids are, are feel free to to share their voice and to express what's going on with them, I think that that's really the key piece of it. So building that, that trust and rapport with each and every person in the classroom is really, really valuable. And so that's really the first piece of it. And once you have that trust, then kids are gonna be more free to, to share and be willing to open up a little bit more. And I just think that there's so much room for, these creative ideas and and just hearing and giving the kids a little bit of ownership of the class because typically in school, you know, this is your assignment. This is what you have to read. You have to read this book. You have to read this many pages. But in a discussion-based class, you know, we get to talk about something that that might be relevant for you in your life. And, uh, and if everyone's on board with talking about it and sharing about it, I think that it would just open up so many different avenues and so many new, fresh ideas for kids. And that's just something that I would love to, to bring into the world and talking about different ideas about, you know, what does it mean to be successful or what will make you happy? Mm. and These types of things that no one ever talked about.
0: Nobody ever asked the children such questions. Really? They didn't know. We
1: always talk about what what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And, you know, kids come up with crazy, ideas. oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a doctor. I want to exactly. be a you know, Spider-Man. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's you know, how, how are you, how will you know that that's going to make you happy? Or how will you know that you're happy? Or can you be happy along the way? Because I, I know another piece of it is happiness comes, it, it comes from two different places. Most people think that it, it's, I'll be happy when. So I'll be happy when I get the promotion. I'll be happy when I get the car, when I get the exactly. wife, when I finish school. And and then you get those things and you're like, wait a minute, I'm not fulfilled at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> nothing's different. And so, what exactly. if, you know, if we started talking about that, well, what will make you happy now and how can you be happy along the way? Then that's a really different place to come from. And that's really that's not something that that I was ever spoken about. Um, until, I would love I to hear some,
0: some <laughs> answers from children what, what they think that success is. It's really a very interesting question. So, how do you feel? Uh, so, if, everybody, if anybody wants to, to leave a comment and tell them, ask the question, let us know what the children said. Yeah. That would be like amazing. It's that would be very, very cool. Very good question to ask your child because nobody is asking it. And we're definitely underestimating children because they're geniuses. So, uh, but how do you feel like from your experience that the children are open to coaching? What is your experience uh, coaching children?
1: My, the experience is, is definitely that, you know, in any coaching, it's, it's a relationship business, business I'm sorry. It's about building that relationship with the person so they feel comfortable sharing what's actually going on because if if that trust isn't there i feel like you have other intentions or you have other motives or whatever it is and i'm not going to be as comfortable to share with you Um, but if you could build that trust with the kid and they recognize you know he's not here for any reason other than my best interest that's such a powerful place to hang out and and unfortunately there aren't that many adults that have that you know yeah the, the kids aren't exposed to that many people, and you know you you can recognize where kids would be afraid to share things. You know, there's there's certain things like you never want to tell your parents, like no matter no matter what it is. Like I'm just not going to tell yeah. my mom that, like yeah. you know, or like the don't tell dad, like one of those. And you know, even with teachers, you know, oh I don't want to tell my teacher this because I might get in trouble, or I I don't want to tell my friends because I might be made fun of. And yeah. so in the one-on-one setting, that's really what I start with. You know, I tell the kid, you know, or the, the child that I'm, I'm not here. I'm not going to relay anything you say to me, to your parents. I'm not here from your school or from your basketball team or from your coach or whoever it is. I'm, I'm here for you. And what you share with me is just between us. And I think that that really opens up that avenue of trust because whatever they share, they know they're not going to be judged or not going to be made fun of.
0: And, yeah. and that's
1: where the real, the real beauty in these conversations comes out of.
0: Mm. And how do you feel that children would react about talking more about entrepreneurship also besides the regular school system after the school system life?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a really cool place to go too, because I think that there are so many kids that have great ideas. And it's very clear that in today's day and age that you could be an entrepreneur no matter what I mean. Uh, yeah. No matter what your schooling was, no matter what you're doing, you know, there's, you know, people that have dropped out of school that are successful. There's people that, you know, have done amazing things that are in different fields. You know, like I said, I went to school for finance and I'm, I'm not in the finance world anymore. Um,
0: not so. No. <laughs>
1: no so uh, so you, know, you don't have to just because you went to school for something mm. you know i think that it, it should be almost encouraged more for you to kind of find your own path absolutely and, and i'm not saying that you don't need to go to school i think that having my bachelor's degree is very helpful <laughs> at yeah. this point um but it and it has allowed me to do many things that i i wouldn't have been able to do without it but i think that encouraging more kids to to go after what's interesting to them or what what they would like to do, I think that would be a really cool place for parents to to hang out into instead of, you know, living in some sort of story where it's like, you know, you have to do this, you have to go to this school, you have to follow the path. Um, I think it's really cool if you could let your child create their own path.
0: Yes, and they just like have all the time to learn and develop and choose for themselves if, the, if they have a talent or something and the parents might think, oh, that's not a good thing way to go, or you should study this. And you see this in a lot of cultures also, that mm-hmm. the children are really forced into a specific um, a study or a specific job or anything. And then in, and when they get middle-aged, they're just not happy, they're not fulfilled. And then you think, what what is the point of it all, right? Mm-hmm. If you are not going to live your life successfully like the, the true person you are inside, then what is the point of it all, right? So I think it starts from the children. So a little bit openness into what they're capable of, what they want is definitely something that I'm bringing into my young children. But uh, then again, you know, always take care that they have the basic knowledge and the foundations uh, for them to set themselves up for success. So if you would be on stage, Martin, and I'm talking about you being the one and only bringing an urgent necessary message to all parents regarding to their child's coaching, upbringing and growth, what would it be?
1: Well, there's something actually first that I would just like to touch upon that you just shared. Uh, If you, if you do find yourself as one of those middle-aged people uh, and think, you know, oh, wow, it's, it's too late for me. Uh, I, I would just like to encourage you that it's it's never too late to to start fresh. You know, there's so many different stories of people that you know started out at 40 or 50 or even 60 and changed their whole life around to something that was more fulfilling. So, so before I answered your question, I just wanted to point that out to to anybody that's listening that thinks you know, oh, I missed the boat. So let me at least encourage this to my my kids. I would say that it, it's it's not too late for you. Um, to answer your question, I would say that um, if I was on stage and had to share something with the parents of these kids, I would say to just encourage them to be, you know, be creative and that they have this intelligence, this spark inside of them that they can, that will guide them through life and, and to encourage them to to follow that as much as they can. And I think that that comes from every human being on the planet has it you know it's this this spark it's that you know it, it's something that you can follow these ideas and and something that will guide you in the right direction so if you follow that, if you feel like something you want to do is is the right thing to do, then to just follow that and if you're a parent, allow your kids to do that and allow them to have some some ownership over this and and let them make some decisions I think along the way too I think that would be a really important message, because I think it's very easy for parents to think, you know, oh, well, I'm older, I, I know what's best, I know the right way. Um, and, and maybe you do, but also, you know, your kids will have some really incredible ideas and some really incredible things to share. So if you allow them to do that, I think that could be a really wonderful thing for you as a parent and a wonderful thing for those kids to experience growing up. So they won't be scared to share their ideas when they're older.
0: Yes, amazing, and just keep on believing in uh, in yourself as a child and as an adult. So, is there anything that I didn't ask you tonight, uh, Martin, that you would still love to share?
1: Oh man, I mean, I think you asked me a lot of great questions. I I think that um, it's really just an encourage, just encouraging people to. To allow that creativity to come through through all of us. If it's if it's you, and like I just said, if you're a parent, you're you're older, and you think that you you aren't there yet, or you're not ready, or you don't, uh, you know, you've missed your time. I just want to encourage you to to not believe that. I think that that's a story that you've you've come up with that you're a certain amount of years old, and and now you can't do this. And I think also searching for that creativity in your kid and allowing them to explore it as well is is just so valuable and and it's really if you can raise your kid to believe those things then it's it's just going to be a, a wonderful life for for everyone around around them around you and and that's just uh that's just what I would love to to share with people is to uh to look at new perspectives and to see what else could be possible because there's infinite possibilities and sometimes we get trapped in a story or we get trapped in a belief and uh, and we miss them we miss some of those uh those those possibilities.
0: Exactly. And we're in a time in a pandemic that everything has changed anyway. Everything mm-hmm. is changing and everything will continue to change. So you might as well create it yourself, right, Martin?
1: Exactly. For your children. exactly.
0: So um, keep on believing. And for, uh, for uh, people, if they want to reach out to you or find out more about you and what you can help people with, where can they find you, Martin?
1: Yeah, so I have a couple, I have all the the main social media pages. I'm on uh, I'm Instagram, Martin Darra Coaching. I'm on Facebook under the same name Martin Dara Coaching. And if you want to email me directly, I have the same email. It's uh coaching at gmail.com. Um on Facebook, that's really where I do the the bulk of my work. Um I, I post uh, some videos there. That's where you can find um spitballs of wisdom. And then there's a, there's going to be a new program that's coming out very soon. If I, if I can share with, uh, sure. with people, um, it's going to be called unlearning and uncreating. And so similarly to what we've been speaking about, it seems to me like a lot of people have been trapped in a story or they've learned something along the way about, you know, what happiness means to them, what success means to them, you know, where these insecurities come from or or some sort of story, you know, because my father went to college, I need to go to college, or because my dad's a lawyer, I need to be a lawyer, you know, something along those lines, there are these stories that have stuck around maybe for a little too long. And uh, a friend described it as, as stale thinking. And as soon as he said that, I immediately thought of the the food. So if you're in your pantry, or if you're in your, your refrigerator, as soon as food goes stale, you throw it out. But for some reason, we hold on to some of these beliefs or these ideas and we trap ourselves and we just hold on to them. And, you know, you say, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not ready enough or, you know, I I need to do more things. And so this is really going to be a course uh, designed to help people unlearn. So you're not going to be taught anything particularly, but it's going to be really interesting to kind of explore this um, together and see. What we can unpack see what story you've been believing for a little too long that was maybe self-created or you know you heard from a parent you know a lot of people you know like we were saying you know, oh i'm not an artist i can't draw i can't sing i can't do this exactly and, um, you know what if what if we just take took a look at that as a group and uh, and kind of gotten rid of a, a few of those ideas or what would be possible if if you didn't believe that anymore
0: Oh, I love eliminating any waste that is keeping people from moving forward. Thank you so much, Martin, for this interview. And for the listeners of The Vault, I will see you next week and where we will level up with another expert. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.